What if business could be fun? This podcast is for people who no longer want work to be a four-letter word. It is a comedic look at the myths of work, life, and balance, where we expose the kind of thinking that sucks your will to live, and we replace it with powerful, easy-to-use tools so that you can shift gears and laugh about it all. The only requirement to listen is you need to be human. I love it. Well, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited. Happy whatever today is, Tuesday, and I am here with my fabulous, amazing podcast partner Kathy Keegan and we have Aww. a delightful whoa, we have a delightful guest Deborah Finestone. Welcome, welcome. We're so happy to have you. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. You don't want me to try doing that high opera note though. It might break something. So, okay. Yeah. So you guys got it just fine. Mine might break something. Okay. It's so funny. I love Kathy. We we always do these um, musical theater references that like nobody else gets, but we're both kind of theater. Try me. I might be theater. okay. Unless it's like really you know, niche yeah and you have a great like low resonant speaking voice so I love it so um yeah so I was just you know I'm so happy to connect with you guys I'm I'm a ranch sitting for like a family friend and they said you know do you want to come hang out on this ranch we're going to be a, a do a big retirement thing at Turks and Caicos and the whole family's going so, you know, and I said, yes, because I'm that kind of person. I jump and then I'm like, where's the parachute? You know, and, and, uh, wait, and where? So, it's like, so I'm like in this beautiful, tiny little town called Heiko and it's the north part of the hill country. And I'm taking care of six dogs, four cats, a macaw parrot, a burro, <laughs> three horses and miniature cows. And the thing that's <laughs> kicking my butt a little bit is the garden because... <laughs> You know, like, fine. All the whole menagerie I, you've got handled, but I've got that handled. But like guard, you know, and like, and I, but it's a great workout because these hoses are like industrial strength. So I am getting a workout, which is good. But um, yeah, and I just didn't factor in how much time this is all going to take. So anyway, but I'm having fun. I'm in Texas. Who knew? And uh, here we are. So well, you're from <laughs> Texas originally. So you're right. in the hill country, right? That's uh, up north of Austin, or yes, north? it's like two. It's like two hours southwest of Dallas and two hours northwest of Austin. So it's it's beautiful and it's rustic and it is like a whole other world. So, um, but I, you know, I'm so grateful. For, that's why I love coaching and speaking because if you have internet, you can do it from anywhere. So um, you could have broadcast from a borough. I was going to if you well, fit on a horse, that would have been so awesome. <laughs> so that's something we might try to do next time. Okay, next and time. for any New Yorkers, a borough is not like Manhattan, Queens, or Staten Island. <laughs> yes, not to be confused. Yeah, it's um, it's it's sort of a horse, it's but a they can't horse. reproduce. I think it's right. like donkey, borough. Mm-hmm. One can't reproduce. I yeah. Oh, so I, I mean, know, this I, is all very important to our listeners. Of course, I right. love it. I love it, Kathy. You're always so good with facts. Every time I talk to you, I'm smarter. Um, Deborah, yes. Deborah. Speaking of smart, you know, I I loved meeting you. However, we met, and you said some things that I thought were so brilliant. And you know, one of the things you said. So I would love to talk here about how you got into what you're doing. But I remember you said so many times people are not clear about what they do and who they help. We're so busy 
trying to be Instagram cool or whatever, and sometimes we forget the basic things. So would you just tell us a little bit about how you came into doing what you're doing? Yeah, sure. So this is funny because it actually came from feedback from someone else I, I, uh, that we help each other on our social media. We comment on each other's stuff. And at some point after months of doing this a couple times a week, uh, I was talking to her and she said, you know, I'm not exactly sure how you work with people. Like if someone wanted to work with you, what would that mean? And honestly, that's a little embarrassing. Like, I should be super crystal clear about that. But it was really helpful because I was like, okay, if you're not getting it and you see my stuff a couple times or three times a week, then no one else is getting it either. So it was really great to have that. So then you do have to sometimes just be crystal clear. And I started making posts and then I repeat them of here's one way I work with people and here's the other way I work with people. So at least it's there somewhere if someone wanted to find it. Um, right. I love it. Because That's a lot of brilliant. times even, right. So it, it shows, you know, anybody can, there's always room for improvement. <laughs> even Amen, like, sister. I do this all the time and there's room for improvement. But that's, that's right. what I like about it too, is that it, it's easy to do that. You know, you just, okay, uh, next month I will change it. You know, I will throw that in the rotation starting soon. So. And that, I love I think it. What you're saying too is the, the, this idea of, I remember somebody saying the exact same thing to me and I thought, oh, well, I know how I work with people, you know, and, <laughs> I, know. and I started like, <laughs> I totally got it. Like I could rattle you're, it off right now for you, but that doesn't mean everybody else does, but you know, right. exactly. you're not getting my, your right. ESP is not working today. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. I'm like, what? You are not in my head. No. Right. And that's, people that's, aren't, they get bombarded with information. Yeah, Deb, it's such a great point because, you know, I, I always try to explain it's so exciting to be in this space right now because in the 80s, you would have had a whole warehouse full of T-shirts you had to change to get rid of. And nowadays, we can test things. We can we can do a split test like on this subject line or this subject line or, oh, this is my new tag. Oh, it's still not clear. You know, and I, I always try to remind my clients like, we're so it's so even though it takes time and energy we don't have to like try to get rid of a whole warehouse full of right. bumper stickers it's not or, on something right that i have to right. deal with or That's i can huge. do it myself so like the other day i was thinking hmm i haven't changed the banner on my uh social media pages so on linkedin and facebook in a little while maybe i should change that and if i wanted to and if i thought of something change it to which i haven't yet it would take somewhere between five minutes and if I had to really redo the graphic maybe 20. It's not to your point all over the t-shirts or the business cards or something else that oh now I need to have something physical that I need to replace and to me personally I hate wasting things I hate throwing things away like oh it's now going into a landfill kind of so like that would kill me but digital oh you could just change it. Right yeah such a great point you know and and the the whole idea of what it actually takes so for you to say that okay it could take between five and 20 minutes 
to someone like me, what one of the things I'm trying to learn with social media, because what, what happens is I hear social media and this huge, big, busy balloon starts appearing in my head <laughs> with all these tasks that I have to do and I'm never going to get it right. And so I'm worried about the thing, but not really thinking about the thing and strategizing how I'd spend those five to 20 minutes. Because basically the thing that we're doing is we put it on our calendar and we're spending that much time. But in my head, it's a lifetime. It's right. stories. It's all kinds so all of crazy stuff. All these other stuff. things I should also be doing. You need to get rid of that word should, right? <laughs> you know, most of our lives, stop shitting all over Amen. yourself, right? Amen. Amen. Well, and that's Amen. a really good point because ultimately that my decision in my head while I was driving along about should I change my banner and what should I change it to is everything in your business, especially as a small business owner, I'm a solopreneur. I started this, I've done social media marketing for six or seven years. I did it with a prior company and I had a side business through that time. Um, but I only started my business two years ago. So it's just me. So everything is how much time am I spending on this and is it worth it? And really the question you always have to ask yourself is, is it making you money? Will changing my banner make me money? Probably not. So I'm not changing. Mm. Like, that's not my priority. If I have 20 minutes to spend on stuff, I actually have new content I want to post. I want to send out something new to people. Um, it actually teaches them something. It was a question that someone asked me that I want to like, oh, this is a great question. I'm sure lots of people have. Let me share that. Let me, you know, I love sharing education and informing people to help them do this kind of thing and kind of break down that giant bubble like you said that could be really <laughs> overwhelming and overbearing I, someone I, said exactly that on a call I was on yesterday he's like social media is like this giant thing so then like trying to break it down into either pe first of all platforms usually and then like pieces um mm. like you said stories is a little bit different um reels is a little bit different and figuring out how to do that I know Elaine did a whole bunch of stuff on that that was super cool uh breaking it down into something manageable and then you're like okay right. I can do this piece I can do that and you move from there like we were saying earlier you just iterate you keep growing with it and it's anything in business right. and I so I'm going to change it because I realized it was actually a hairball that I was seeing <laughs> and um <laughs> that's and actually so, a better one <laughs> and so oh, but now if I, if I if I switch it to a bubble that's easier for me to deal with. So thank you. And you this is all, it. <laughs> there's some real wisdom being dropped here, everybody. Please listen, please rewind and re-listen to the last few minutes. Because oh, such a great point. Yes, yep. yes. And it, like, how do you eat an elephant one right. bite at a time? Exactly. <laughs> Which I still don't want to eat an elephant, but right. Yeah, I love elephants. I would I never want to. So, um, yeah, but that's such a great point. You know, and I used to do these master classes on all things video and since I've been more niche down, it's just more accessible for people. Like, you know what, let's just start here. And once you learn this certain short form, you can do lots of other things with it, but let's start here. Right. And you need to do that in order to get the confidence to move on to the next thing. You need to be yes. able to, you know, not master, but like get proficient at, okay, I know how to write a post or I know how to make a video that is helpful. Okay, now how do I do this in different formats? How do I do it on different platforms? How do I add to it? You know, what does the caption have? You know, but those are the later steps. Right. The key is always just start. Like you're never mm -hmm. going to be ready. You're never going to know everything. And especially something like social media that just changes constantly. Just start. Just start. Change with I it. I love it. So, 
Yes. I love it, Deborah. Well, and I would love to know how you got into this. Sure. So um, we were talking a little bit about, so, so we were talking a little bit earlier about sharing what you do on social media. Another really important thing to share is how, your story, how you got into it. People don't necessarily care that you do social media, and even that do is a very amorphous term. They care who you are. Do they want to work with you? Or in my case, do social media. Um, and I realized at some point that my story of how I got into this and started my business could be told two very different ways. And one of them I feel is positive and at least to me is empowering and the other one's kind of crappy and sad. So which one would you like to hear first? <laughs> I think <laughs> positive. And you will see like how different this is when it is exactly the same person. So I vote for positive. Positive? Okay. Yeah, let's hear the positive first. So this is the one I share. This is the, and then I'll share the one I don't really share. Um, so I first got into social media marketing about six years ago. I took my first certification course. I'd switched over to marketing from journalism. I spent the first 12 years of my career in journalism. And over that time, I both worked at a company that I took over doing the social media and really all the promotional and marketing stuff for the product that we were creating. And I also had a client on the side the whole time. I have a nonprofit that I work for. I love doing their social media. And then at the end of 2019, I had been reading a lot about, I read a lot of professional development and personal development stuff and had been reading and listening to podcasts about side hustles. And I decided, timing's important, end of 2019, that I wanted to turn my side hustle into a full-time gig. I wanted to go into business for myself. And I expected to, okay, let's try to pull in a couple more side clients and give myself a runway to get out of my corporate job, which I still really liked. And I like all the people there. Uh, but the world had different plans, right? The beginning of 2020, COVID came along. And my company wa was, like many companies, decided to furlough a whole bunch of its employees in March, including me. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, that was unexpected, but I'm gonna make the most of this time. So I actually built my first website. I got recertified in social media marketing, so I did a whole lot of training stuff. And did some other stuff to kind of build up that side business and kind of start working on that. I can't remember if I started reaching out to people at that point. In any case, June came along, the furlough was supposed to be over, and they decided to lay off a lot of the people, including me. So I had a choice. I could either rejoin the job market, try looking for a job in that environment when about 200 people were applying to every kind of job I'd be looking at, and they didn't look that good. Like nothing was like really getting me. It was doing stuff that I'm like, mm, half of this sounds really boring. <laughs> <laughs> or the alternative was take the whole scenario as a sign from the universe that this is the time to start my business. Like it is really being handed to me, like do it now. So that's what I went with. I hired a business coach to help me build the business side of it. Cause like I know social media, but starting a business and running a business I've never done before, anything like it. So get help is the lesson there. And that's what I did, and I'm actually doing really well. I'm almost fully booked. I've started to hire team members so I can keep helping more businesses reach more people using social media to get over those problems of the hairball in the sky or the bubble in the <laughs> sky of too many things to do and not knowing where to start. Uh, so, yeah, that's where I got where I am. 
Congratulations, congratulations, congratulations. That is so fabulous to hear. Thank this you. This is such it. a great story. And just and congratulations on where you are in your business now and how you got there. I'm happy with it. Like I'm not, you know, I think most business owners, I'm not where I want to be, but I'm pretty proud of where I've come pretty fast. So Yeah. Yeah. Yay! I love it. I'm like, you took lemons and you made lemonade. Exactly. And like so the frozen way- lemonade. <laughs> I was gonna say frosé. Are you guys wine people? I live in wine country, and so like there's wine, everything, including now frozen wine with rosé. It's frosé, um, and it's really good. Oh. If you ever find it and you like rosé, try it in the summer. Wow, this would be a great New York drink. Or uh, Kathy, are you based in Chicago or just there right now? I'm now based in Chicago. Okay. Yep, this is my new my new stomping ground. I'm working on my flat A's and to say <laughs> da bears, um, da but bears. it's. It's going to take a while because I grew up in Boston. And so the Boston (laughs) accent just comes through. So, but I'm working on it. You'll get there. It's all good. Or not. You know what? You sound like you and you're authentically not a Chicago person. So it's all good. When I moved to New York, I didn't, I had to pick up some of the words, but I I never picked up the accent and I'm not going to. I'm from California. Like, so. And there you go. Were you in New York for your journalism, Deborah? Yeah, I went out to New York when I got my master's degree, and then I stayed out there working for several years, and then I moved back to California. Cool. So the other way to tell that whole story of my, you know, Hmm. my Genesis story, my origin story, and some people do this. They're like, yeah, I lost my job at the beginning of COVID, and I was really afraid of applying for another job where I was competing against 200 people and I wasn't really liking those jobs. So I figured I would try starting my own business. And so that's what I did. You know, it's a totally different way to tell the story. <laughs> right. You're right. And you're sitting there going. And, and here's the thing. When I tell it that way, do you want to work with me? You're like, mm, no, because no. it sounds like it sounds like, well, might as well do something. And right. it's like, oh, <laughs> like, is, is it? Does they have their stuff together? You know, I was like, is this person really good at what they do? And when you have confidence in your own story, it helps other people have confidence in you. And so you have to figure that out of how to flip that if you have those pieces of your story. And maybe you do and maybe you don't. But you make fun of it uh, or you you just embrace it. And I I tell it. I don't hide the fact that I was laid off. I could also tell it that way, but I choose not to. Because that doesn't feel right. authentic to me. Right, you know, I was right. like, no, really, there was a catalyst to this. So yeah, and you and you reframed it, right? And exactly. you saw it in a different light. When I left corporate, I knew that there was going to be a chunk of time where I was doing other things, and so I made uh, Kathy's happy business plan. And um, I'm sorry, that's an alarm going off. Oh, I was um, worried. It's like, is yeah, that me? Oh my god! No, no it's. Um, there's not a lot I can do about it either. Um, but so what I did at the same time was I appointed myself a general specialist and I had business cards made up because during my corporate career, there were so many different titles that meant nothing. And I thought, what would it be to be a general specialist? So I had a business card that I gave people because they're like, what are you doing now? I said, oh, I'm a general specialist. And then it kind of created a conversation because what is a general right, specialist? Right, you have to ask that, sure. Right, and and I just sort of felt like I was making a choice about something. It wasn't choosing me. And so that's the way I reframed it. Mm-hmm. So and I'm going to go on silent now so I can um, try to ch- fix this thingy. Sorry, listeners. Okay, 
<laughs> well, while Kathy's going on silent, I wanted to share, um, you know, and what I what I heard in your story too is um, the gift of imperfection, like imperfect action, right? Mm-hmm. And and I feel like a lot of my clients, that's what we bump up against this need to try to be perfect that doesn't really exist. And so I, I really, and I, if you look at my social media, it is very imperfect. Oh yeah. Totally imperfect. Right. So So, I um, started Instagram at the beginning of my business. I've been on Facebook, not as a business, but I've been on Facebook and LinkedIn and Twitter for a very long time. So it's pretty easy to scroll back to the beginning of my Instagram. You will see like up at the top, I have branding and like, it's, cogent and down at the bottom it's uh let's post this today uh let's post right. this and it's totally right. out of there's no branding and like yeah but yeah and start, w- it. start somewhere start somewhere and you know the worst case scenario you can always take it down later i i've seen a marie forleo video when she first started and of course she was still beautiful and thin and tall and but whatever like she wasn't as polished and mm-hmm. she was in her boyfriend's apartment in New York and you buy a radiator, you know, it's like everybody that you see like being super fun or super great or super cool made a lot of bad videos first. Yep. You know, started and, somewhere um, too. and I, I, so I wanted to share this anecdote because I think you got, you know, we're talking about imperfection and thank you, yep. Kathy, for fixing that. Uh, talk <laughs> about improv. Yes. And, um, so I'm on this, you know, I'm on this beautiful ranch and it's still like spring. So it's sort of like, it's, beautiful it's really cold you know so um and i i didn't pack i i've been living in one sweater the one sweater that i brought so i was like note to self elaine um it it was colder in texas than it was in new jersey which seems incredibly ironic but i think that switched anyway so these of the six dogs there's three poodles one is named ginger she's white one is named fred he's rust colored and one is named rex who's black and Fred is Rex's father. So they are so smart and so agile and really sweet. And I have just fallen in love with standard poodles. So anyway, so I, I mean, the other dogs are cool, but these dogs have really like stole my heart and the way they sort of all engage, they're just hilarious. So yesterday I'm out in the yard, I'm doing the bird seed and I am making a video about, you know, I'm making video about video and like, oh my God, these dogs are just love. They're just pure joy and love and yay. And I'm so excited. And then, so I finish the video and then I go on the, every night I take this golf cart or this, whatever they call it, Kabuko or something. And I, and we go on this big long run. So they get exercise and um it's like we go check out the back pastures and it's kind of fun it's you know and the sun is setting and so anyway so i'm like doot doot in the car and one of the poodles jumps out i mean the golf cart and then the other jump out well they caught an armadillo (laughs) and i know armadillos do a lot of damage to gardens and you know but like i and i was sitting there watching it and it was like so ferocious (laughs) And it was like, oh, the poor armadillo. And like, so they're like working as a tag team. And so on one hand, I'm like amazed at their teamwork, right? Like the three of them are like, bam, 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 bam. Like they don't have to talk. They're like in their instinct. They're in their jam being dogs. And meanwhile, I'm like horrified because, ah, you know, (laughs) and and I'm like, I don't know what to do. 
like, and I, 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 there's no etiquette. Like, what is the, I didn't get the, like, directions for this. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God. So I'm just standing there. And the other dog is like, we're both kind of looking at each other like, oh no. So I eventually just kind of drove back and then I went and got my phone and I called my friend and she was like, well, you know, maybe just pretend it didn't happen and go on the, you know, do the evening jog again. But they were like covered in like, and I was like, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> and, so, and so I'm like calling everybody I know, how do you clean blood off of a dog's face? Like, you know. Questions I didn't I guess, have to ask before in my life. Right, you know, and I was like, note to self, next time you do this, you need to ask more questions. Anyway, and you know, so I got through it, but I just thought it was, I must have jinxed it. Like it was so funny because I don't think this happens a lot. And, you know, but I had never seen poodles with like, you know, right. <laughs> I was like, a... oh. oh, my God. Like, now, ah, I, I will. So uh, based on a lot of my reading, I will mention that um, armadillos do carry a leprosy gene that does not get transferred to humans. I don't know about dogs. I'd have to look that up. OK, you're welcome. Oh, now it's for the odor to look up. I'd say. This is Kathy like, bringing the house down, everybody. Right, Let's I was going to say a moment of silence for knowledge. bloody dogs. Well, and then I was like, do they do they need to get a rabies thing? But you know, I, don't I think so. Let's so see. anyway, it was Great just liberty. like <laughs> anyway. I just thought, well, that's funny, you know, and um, yeah, I just thought, well, that's you never know, you never know. It's right. part of the adventure, right? And it's kind of like getting to know a person in a way because. <laughs> There are aspects of people that are really, really nice, but then you see their ugly side. Now, it may not be ripping apart a live animal. We hope not. Generally. But there are those extremes. It's sort of like you still love those dogs, but it's sort of like they are, they're going to do the things that dogs are meant to do. My cat will do the things. My cat will play with something until it moves no longer, which means yeah. dead. Right. And because that is their role. Right. right. And That's she's still adorable. Yeah. Right. I had a yeah, no, I... lizards and you'd find like a piece of a lizard you'd walk in the house and there's a tail and you're like oh where's the rest of it? oh god and with a bird it's worse because of feathers and you're oh, like, oh yeah where's the rest of it so... oh my god yeah so I'm, I'm learning a lot and then like I was laughing because there's four cats but only a couple come in but yesterday one cat was like right under the bird feeder like doo 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 <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so, you know, I'm looking at it at adventures, but yeah, I'm so excited to be connecting with humans right now because I've been, <laughs> I've been alone on, and now my, my sister and our friend Aaron are coming back on Thursday, but it's been quite an adventure. So I'll say <laughs> that's it. a lot to manage. You're manage you're, you're managing a ranch. Yeah. Yeah. It is a lot. Yeah. And, I, you know, it makes me think of, you know, I worked in restaurants forever and people would say, oh, I want to have my own restaurant someday. And I'd be like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You do not. No. Just like, oh, I want to have horses. I love horses, but they are 24 seven. Like, no, you don't. You know, like it's everything. There's just a lot more to it. Same with business. Right. Like just go borrow Kathy, someone else's horse. Just go right. visit the restaurant or make dinner for your yeah. friends at home and let it be. Right. <laughs> are you willing yes. to do the nerdy work in between times? You know, do all, all the reading, the have all yeah. the meetings with clients. 
Um, try to the think of content. Part. Try to publish right. things. And, and then you might see a moment where here we are chatting, it's a result of the things that we've been working on and right. paying attention right. to. And, and that's always a good sign, you know, for people who are trying out new careers, trying out new things. If you can really get into sort of the nerdy parts of it, the, the less sort of um, dramatic public parts of it and enjoy it, it's a good sign that it's right. something for you. Well, and it's also the, you see the end result of things. You don't see everything that right. goes into it. So like there's a new restaurant right. that opened in town and I know they own two other restaurants in the area. And I was talking to the guy, you know, you know, hey, it's great opening another restaurant. And he said kind of to that <laughs> effect of like, it's utterly crazy running three restaurants. Like, yes, I like wow. doing it and yes, I'm happy to do it. I, you know, I chose to. But there is so much other stuff that's that behind the scenes or like you were saying, you know, the earlier stuff, you know, early on in his career that led to this, that is a lot of just the dirty work. Right. And yeah. Right. And yeah. Don't compare your beginning to somebody else's middle or even end. Exactly. And, you know, and it's like or don't compare your insides to other people's outsides. Those are two of my favorites. So, oh, my God. Deborah, we could talk all day, but tell us if people want to know more about you or how to find you. I know you do so many cool things on LinkedIn, but what is, um, what are some, you know, what's a your super tip and how do people find you if they want more? So easiest way to find me is social media. My company is Finestone Marketing Solutions on Facebook, Instagram, it's Finestone Marketing. I'm also on Twitter and LinkedIn. So Finestone okay. Marketing Solutions on pretty much any of those. Um, big tip I'll offer a lot of people kind of one of the most common questions people have on social media. We talked a little bit about it in terms of the telling your story and a little bit of the tell what you do. But then there's the what else do you do? If I'm supposed to post somewhere between <laughs> and people aim for two to five times a week usually, what in the world am I supposed to say? And I don't want to <laughs> just keep selling the same thing. And I don't want to, a lot of people really don't want to talk all about themselves. So what do I say? And so I put together a list and that's our freebie that um, if we can include the link, I can, you know, easy download. Um, it's more than 20 topics. It comes with a calendar of like, okay, so here's a list, just brainstorm on these things. And here's the beautiful part. You know this stuff. Like what's mm. on there, you're like, oh, I can answer that. Oh, I can talk about that. Oh, I can talk about that. You'll go through the whole list like that if you're good at what you do, which I feel like most people are. Like if they're passionate about their business, they, they can do all of this easily. Um, and it comes with a calendar. So then it's like, okay, take that list, do these two this week, do these two that week. And it makes it that much more accessible and tangible and organized. You know, we were saying earlier, people feeling like there's too many things. There are an awful lot of things that go into social media, putting it together in an effective way. Um, right. There's a whole lot of ways to do it ineffectively. There's a whole lot of ways to waste time. <laughs> there's a whole lot of ways to, yeah, waste other resources. But to do it in a way that works for you, that brings you people, that helps people get to know you so that they want to work with you is most of what all this is it's great so yeah i love it and she's put it in calendar form for us that is amazing that's that their bubble gone hairball evaporated (laughs) the idea is like i like to do it a month at a time you could do it two weeks at a time so it's literally you go and like okay today i'm gonna go with um What's a question, you know, what are some most frequently asked questions people ask me? Right. Or what is something it. about me people need to know? And if you just have given that list instead of the, what can I talk about? And there's a thousand right. options. 
that's what will drive right. you nuts. And it paralyzes people. And you don't right. want that it's at a, all. Like we said, you have to just get started. Just do something. Yeah. It's just like that blank blank slate. So, yeah, I do. I have like a 20-question thing I do. I know somebody else who uses themes. Yep. So, yeah, and there's no wrong or right. No. You know, it's just like start and then refine too you want to measure sure. and all this stuff but yep. Deborah, thank you so much you have the most beautiful speaking voice i really mm. i love your voice so and that I, is such a compliment because i was just doing a presentation yesterday for a client and as part of it they they wanted me to include some videos walking through some things online which i did and every time i hear my voice i'm still like oh i sound like i'm 12. so thank you because it's something i'm self-conscious about to be honest well, it's interesting because I just was listening to somebody who's an expert on voice and the way we sound to ourselves oh, yeah. is very mm -hmm. different. And so that's why most people don't like their voice. But I think part of it is we just have to get used to it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and it is so, that but, it's that what I hear in my head is so different when I hear a recording like that. And even like this, I know when I hear this podcast, I'm going to be like, that's what I sound like. Right. Okay. But you sound, you sound great, honey. <laughs> Thank so, you. Thank you so much. And Kathy, the fabulous, amazing coach, comedic speaker, how do people find you if they know that they're stuck at work or they're in corporate and they're like, I don't know if I can stay here. Should I leave? Should I go? I don't want to kill people. What do they, how do Absolutely. they find you? Absolutely. I, I, I want you before that. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I was going to say, don't wait until you're laid off. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Figure out that plan right. otherwise and get help yeah, doing it. There is such a comfort level of having something, even if it's the devil you know. Yep. And um, and the earlier you can do that, I, you know, I've hit my head with a two by four so many times and done so much damage. I'm trying to get there sooner. And yet it's a human right. thing that mm -hmm. we don't necessarily do that. But yeah, we don't I'm at kathykeegan.com. And uh, it's free to talk. Let's just chat and see what's up for you. And then f you can take it from there. And, and if I'm not the coach for you, I know tons of other coaches. We're not super competitive. We just, we just want everyone to be more aware and live better. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just that simple. <laughs> and Elaine, Elaine has a fabulous mission. Elaine, please tell our audience members about your mission. Well, thank you. Thank you for asking. So yeah, my, my vision is to help heal the world with love and laughter and to help people find their voice. And when you find your voice, you own your power. And especially I work with mostly women and a few brilliant men, but helping people reclaim their voice, because think about when we're kids, we're like, ah, uh, uh, we're in the moment. And then we get socialized inside voices. Don't say that word. Don't be greedy. Don't. And we, we get in these boxes. More so don't say what you're thinking. Right. And don't. And so we learn, right. We learn to lie. How are you doing? I'm fine. Hasn't learned that yet. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay, Both well, good and bad. So. Right. Well, we, we go through ages, but stages, but right. yeah, I think a lot of times people put on the mask or whatever to survive or because it takes too much energy to go, well, if you ask, actually, I'm about to fall apart or whatever. So anyway, I help you find your voice, but in fun ways. And I love helping people get over their fear of video or speaking or, and I do basic marketing stuff too. So the best way is to grab confidence on camera checklist at CaptivateTheCrowd.com. It is a fun, easy checklist you can print out and put it everywhere, and it will help you get over your fear. And, you know, I also do master classes a couple times a month, so make sure we're connected so you can come play. So awesome. that, 
So yeah. thank you so much again, Deborah. We I really appreciate your story and your super tip, and I, it was great doing um, the thing that we did together. And I look forward to more collab. And nope. Kathy, as always, you're so fun. Love you. Um, thanks so much, everybody. Make it a great day. All right. Absolutely. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Yay, you made it to the end. Thank you so much for listening. We're so excited you were here. Feel free to reach out at stillhumanpodcast at gmail.com or kathy at kathykeegan.com or elaine at captivatethecrowd.com. See you next time.